Hello and welcome to the Present Truth Evangel Living Ministry. And uh, we are continuing with our series, uh, Journey Through the Bible. Our intention, our goal is to finish the Bible. But that's not really important. The aim is to learn lessons that are deep and that are relevant from the Bible. The story of Lot. Now, there's not a lot that we can talk about Lot. But the story of Lot contains in it direct instructions or at least applications that relate to us today in the last days. One would say that uh, the story of Lot is, is a story that will repeat itself in the last days. Now, the story of Lot, at least in this specific scenario, starts with Lot sitting at the gate. Now you would wonder, why would Lot be sitting at the gate? Many would say that Lot was sitting at the gate because he was an elder in the city. He had some sort of elderly responsibilities. Others would say that Lot was simply in his business transactions. But if you study more carefully, you will find, you will come to understand that Lot was sitting at the gate because like his uncle Abraham, he had learned to have a heart of hospitality. In fact, I'll go as far as to say that Lot was saved because he was a hospitable man. Imagine what would have happened if Lot did not receive the two angels that came to him. What could be of Lot if Lot was not interested in the angels? They could have destroyed the city, isn't it? Yes, they could have. But Lot was a hospitable man. And so when he sees these men, the Bible says, and he said, behold, now, my lords, I pray you turn into the house of your servant and tarry all night and wash your feet. And it shall come in the morning that you will arise and go and go to your ways. But the angel said, you know what? No. In, in the King James Version, it says, nay, but we shall stay in the streets all night. One thing I have to point out here is that these angels are disguised as men. So really, they do not look to Lot as angels. What they're trying to do to Lot is to test his sincerity. Lot says, come to us. Lot says, come into our house. The angels say, no, we're not. We're going to stay into the streets all night. As if trying to be ignorant of how dangerous Sodom was. But the angel said no. After Lot insisted, because Lot loved people. He had love for others. He wanted to protect these travelers that did not know about the city. And so Lot receives them. And the Bible says, And he pressed upon them greatly. And they turned in unto him. And he entered into his house. And he made them a feast. And they did bake and reverend bread. And they did eat. At the most, Lot's interaction with the angels reminds us what we find in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by this, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Of course, speaking about the story of Lot. The power of hospitality is something that every, every follower of Jesus must have. Jesus was the master of hospitality. He loved people. He was a personable person. But I want to illustrate the beauty of hospitality and intimacy altogether. 
We must be personable people each time we invite others into our house and enjoy that intimacy with them. We may not see it, but angels are present there. It brings joy to the angels to be in communion. And, and just these two stories of how Abraham receives the angels and of how Lot receives the angels tells us about how angels long to look into these things, how angels enjoy our communion as well. Otherwise, why would they eat? Were they hungry? Angels do not need food. But they ate because it was a symbol of intimacy, of acceptance, and of communion. One of the common activities in how Abraham and Lot welcome the visitors is washing of feet and breaking of bread. There is something about washing of feet that humbles us. What does it mean today to wash somebody's feet? What does it mean to wash a stranger's feet? Would you even wash somebody's feet, a stranger, today? What that means to me, and of course Jesus uses this example as well, when he says, do this in remembrance of me, it means we must be humble. We must be willing to correct others, peop other people's mistakes without hurting them. We must be willing to love. Just one more thought before we move on. Speaking about the table, it's amazing how the table brings us together. The table is the only place where you can sit and have the same height altogether. It shows unity and intimacy. But the story gets real. When the violent men of Sodom surrounds the house, they demand, bring those men out. We want to know them. Now, you would think that they want to know them like how Lot is trying to know them in a way of hospitality and trying to understand who they are, where they're coming from. But no, their hospitality is different. They want to destroy them. They want to know them sexually. And of course, that speaks to how wicked the city was. Jehovah said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have died. The cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were full of evil, licentiousness, rampant with murder, and indulgence in extravagant pleasures. They reached the point of clamoring against God, of fighting against him, and raging his disposition. Where are the men which came into you this night? Bring them out to us, that we may know them. After the angels took Lot and his family out of the city, burning sulfur rained down from the sky. The raging fire lit up the heavens. Hurry! Hurry up! My house! Our lives are on the line. Who cares about the house? I'm not afraid. Just one look. Just one look. Gomorrah 
and all their residents were reduced to ashes, disappearing into the wrath of God.